There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you dream it, lose it, prove it. Well, Saturday is a really big day for a very, very, very famous and well-decorated actress that you all know, who is a master of her craft. Uh, She will be hosting Saturday Night Live, and her name is Kim Kardashian. Oh, yeah. That's (laughs) not that person, but yeah. (laughs) This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, Bradley, we talked about this a little bit when you were gone, but you have have brought your your thoughts about uh, something that... Deborah Messing said about Kim Kardashian. Well, I want to talk about Kim Kardashian in general. Um, there are a bunch of stories of late about Kanye specifically helping her with her upcoming Saturday Night Live performance that have been popping in the last couple of days. And I want to talk about that. But then I also do want to reference the Deborah Messing tweet because I feel like even though uh, the point she made uh, is a few years too late, it's actually a good point. And that point uh, we'll get to. But let's start with the stories that I keep seeing. And this particular one comes from page six. There's an exclusive over on page six. uh, And this was from just yesterday. Kanye West helping Kim Kardashian prepare for SNL hosting gig. And, you know, this actually is a piece of doo-doo. But it's also of a piece of stories connecting the two post end of relationship but they haven't divorced yet but you know allegedly they're divorcing but there's kind of this like there are these like whispers about them getting back together again in the tabloids and so this is of a piece of that wherein in this particular case because she will be hosting on saturday night live this weekend uh kim kardashian is meeting secretly although it's an exclusive that people are telling to tabloids so me thinks it's not actually in a secret uh that the rapper and the reality queen are meeting in secret in the city as she prepares to host um, SNL. A source says, quote, secretly but not, Kim is nervous about hosting SNL. It's a big challenge, but she's determined to be a success. Kanye is quietly advising her on her performance. Again, is he whispering? How quietly is it if we're talking about it? On the radio. Right. Kanye is quietly advising her, blah, 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 for her opening monologue, blah, 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 even her costumes for the show, blah, blah, blah. What do we say about stories that are exclusives with sources speaking, calling from inside the house? We say that the call is coming from inside yeah, the house. It's probably somebody connected to Kim, right? In mm-hmm. this case, it's Chris Jenner. Um, and what's ha- what I think is happening, tell me if you agree or disagree, that in this particular case... Kim, uh, there has been feedback, which we're going to get to, that perhaps Kim Kardashian is going to be a hot mess 
or it's questionable as to why she's actually hosting SNL in the first place. Mm-hmm. So this is an attempt to sort of say like she's, you know, it's what politicians or the the people behind politicians do before a debate performance, wherein they will say like, oh, you know, this person's practicing really hard for the debate and they know their opponent is a very good opponent. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they're they're just trying to, you know, make sure that they, you know, get all their points across. It's kind of a way to lower expectations. The thing that sticks out to me is that Kim Kardashian has plenty of connections in Hollywood who actually are, um, I don't know, actors, many of whom have hosted Saturday Night Live at some point. Kanye West has been a musical guest on Saturday Night Live, but he's never hosted Saturday Night Live. So that sticks out to me that very specifically it's Kanye that is helping her through this. There has to be a purpose for that part of the story as well. Yeah. Right? Like, I I agree with you that this is sort of trying to get in front of those questions of, like, why is Kim Kardashian doing Saturday Night Live? She's not. I mean, usually it's an actress. Like, what is she even? But it seems to me that Kim Kardashian being as connected as she is in Hollywood, if she's being coached quietly on the side by somebody, the fact that it's Kanye West also tells a story. Yeah, and I think a lot of that story probably goes back to this notion again that they have this like secret relationship even though they're still technically married. And they have you children I mean? together. Like, so, oh, yeah. like it, it's mm-hmm. an echo of the of that uh particular storyline, but also, you know, maybe the story's coming from I said Chris Jenner, maybe it's coming from Kanye West uh and his people because this just makes him look like he's coming in and saving the day because poor Kim Kardashian can't do anything on her own mm-hmm. unless, you know, um, Kanye has signed off on it. Because in this story, it talks about him helping not just her monologue, but also her costumes because of obviously, remember, he is in control of her fashion choices. Mm-hmm. He made she her can't dress blah, herself. Blah, 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 blah. But this also, I think, is getting in front of the story that she's going to be a hot mess express or at least is not qualified to be there or. Why is she there in the first place? And that does go back to this Deborah Messing comment that uh, she made on Twitter about why Kim Kardashian was there in the first place, which I think is like it's one of those things where I'm like, as a person, Deborah Messing, why did you feel the need to be the one who came to the world to say what I'm sure a lot of people were thinking. Mm-hmm. I think Deborah Messing has a a presence on Twitter, mostly that's political now, but she seems to like to have strong opinions and be rewarded for them with p- press coverage um, on Twitter. Anyway, what she actually said was, to remind people that didn't see this, quote, why Kim Kardashian? I mean, I know she's a cultural icon, but SNL has hosts generally who are performers who are there to promote a film, a TV show, or an album launch. Uh, and then she went on to say, am I missing something? So I'm sure she said what a lot of people thought. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably somewhat valid, maybe like in 1996, mm-hmm. because Saturday Night Live doesn't always just have, and actually it probably was never a legitimate argument because I bet if you go back to the very first season, there were non uh, actors or performers that ended up on Saturday Night Live. I'm sure they had politicians. I'm sure they had, I mean, they've, they've always had some unconventional hosts sprinkled in with 
the people who are there to push their very hot next movie. Yeah, like yeah. Ralph Nader hosted Saturday Night right. Live back in the yeah. late 70s yeah. or right. early 80s. So, so I do understand what she's saying. Like, you have to be very judicious if you're not going to have actual performers on the show. But at the end of the day, Saturday Night Live is not a... I mean, it is represent. It's symbolic. It's a cultural institution. Sure, you can like blow smoke up their rears all you want, but at the end of the day, it really is a television show, and mm-hmm. they're there to get eyeballs onto the screen. And increasingly, it's the same reason that Anna Wintour put you know celebrities on the covers of magazines mm-hmm. because celebrity sells. It doesn't have to be you know this notion that you have to be a qualified celebrity or a talented celebrity, whatever that actually means. Seems increasingly, I mean, I feel like we're five seconds away from TikTok stars being on Saturday Night Live. I mean, it's not so far-fetched because... actually, cast members have come to Saturday Night Live from TikTok. From TikTok. I mean, we've redefined what, because of the landscape of celebrity, we've redefined what a celebrity is. It used to be TV stars and movie stars. Now, it's anybody with any type of following and when deborah messing says usually it was this type of person who would be on saturday night live am i missing something the answer to that from my from my standpoint is is a resounding yes you are missing something deborah messing because all of this is helping poise the kardashians to announce whatever this project is on hulu if Addison Ray doesn't host Saturday Night Live this year, I would be shocked. Oh, I agree with you for sure. I'm shocked. Also, as other people less respectful than I have pointed out, this might have to do with the fact that Deborah Messing, who is a television actor, is not from, a, from a very famous show called Will and Grace, mm-hmm. whose co-stars have all hosted mm-hmm. an episode of Saturday Night Live, and Deborah has not. Mm-hmm. Sour grapes. And I it's hard with Deborah because, like, for example, this New York Post story that talked about her making these comments initially was like, I mean, they do not care for her, apparently, at the New York Post. Messing 53 is notoriously outspoken. Over the years, the redhead, who will not play Lucille Ball in the upcoming biopic. <gasps> oh, my gosh. They are waged, throwing shade. Has waged online beef. That's not even shade, honey. That's just they're throwing knives at her. Oh, my god! Has gosh. waged online beef battles with the likes of Oscar winner Susan Bleep. Shut the bleep up, Sarandon. Oh, wow. They go all in on all the ladies. Holy buckets. Online beef battles. <laughs> Which that's that a chapter in, in my yeah. book. Mm-hmm. Online beef battles. Oof. Well, best of luck to you, Deborah Messing yeah. and at Al. At Al. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I want to talk about Oprah's friends because Let's do it. Oprah's talking about Oprah's friends. Uh, she says she has three close friends mm. and that's it. Okay. And you might be surprised at who they are, but more rather maybe who they aren't. Okay. I'm a little bit obsessed with the story. We'll talk about Oprah's friends when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071.